Hello, 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 and welcome to episode three of the Resolve Creators Podcast. Welcome, welcome well, to the Resolve Creators Podcast. <laughs> it's from that movie about the dinosaurs. Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> I'm sure there was a dinosaur in Star Wars at some point. There probably is. I mean, there's all kinds yeah. of fancy things. Hello, hello, people. Thank you so much for tuning in to the third episode of the Resolve Creators Podcast. And uh, I'm yeah. so Who excited knew we would here. make it to three episodes? Yep, yep. Uh we're we're still here. Nobody's yeah. nobody's canceled us yet. All right. Thanks, here. Mom, for listening. I'd like to tell all three of our listeners uh that we appreciate <laughs> you very much and um <laughs> Thank you so for hang on, my alternate account, Alex's uh, mom. I was going to say, there's my mom, your mom. Who's the third? Uh, yeah, it's just my alternate account. <laughs> <laughs> Casey Ferris 2. Yeah, Casey Ferris 2. Thank you, Casey Ferris 2, for your subscription. This is uh, this is really great and genuine. <laughs> Thank you. I'd like to um, share a review that we got, actually. Ooh. This is from Definitely Not Casey, and it says, These guys are so handsome and wise. Would listen 10 out of 10. Thank you so much. If you want to leave a review, go ahead and do that on your podcast platform of choice. Mm -hmm. That does Make help. sure that it is as good of a review as that one. We don't want any, any half-assed reviews. We don't <laughs> want to be told that we're not handsome. We want the most handsome review. <laughs> please thank you uh people people who be listening are like what wait what yeah like this isn't about resolve it's not at all not at all <laughs> it's really not no. it's about the creators that's the thing it is it's about me and your good self mr casey ferris uh. and yeah what we're talking about this week we're gonna be talking a little bit about ai oh yeah <laughs> this yeah. is a this is kind of a hot topic it's such a hot topic that i want to go to the mall and dress up in uh emo clothes that's how is that what you do when there's a hot topic yeah do you know that store the hot topic is that a thing i do not okay so no. in america there's a store called hot topic and ah. it's where you go when you don't like your parents that reference went completely over my head i was like why would you go to the why, mall why would you do that why yeah. would you dress yeah this doesn't yeah, make any yeah. sense um <laughs> no i was a hot topic kid in high school um it's like you know spencer's gifts is you know what that is no okay so it's just like the gag store it's like you go there to you know get a mug that has a wiener on it and all that stuff it's like that kind of thing <laughs> it's like that but like the goth emo version that's hot topic uh, it's where you get get shirts for bands and stuff like that talking of that actually so just before the podcast we, we obviously we're going to be talking about ai and i sent a video of casey which was a video of casey but made with ai and as i was searching for that image i found your pinterest profile mr farris really yes and there's a, a very why do these always start with you like creeping on me i gotta do some what I do. research on you too yeah i mean that's not as fun okay so just... tell me what you found it's a very very moody picture of a very young casey ferris long hair looking wistfully off into the distance yes it's beautiful that was uh that was me that was me i used to have very long hair i was very into uh that's me uh, <laughs> i was very into i still am i guess into metal music and you know emo music and stuff like that and mm -hmm. so here i'll show i'll show the, the visual people so that's me that's moody casers this moody is at my Casey. first job taking a break from doing after effects work uh to stare out the window and take a picture with the um, built-in mac camera so what were you looking at that's the question i don't know i was trying to be moody <laughs> i was looking at nothing i didn't want to look right at the camera because i thought that was too cool you know yeah mom doesn't understand me you know so that's why i look off the side of the camera i think we all went through that phase especially people of our age i might still be you know everyone phase. was into the the kerrang phase or the music and whatever else yeah 
I'm I'm yeah. perpetually in a in a emo phase. Oh, that's okay. I've just mixed that with dad style. Now I Demo. wear sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's nice to have that secret side where you're like, the kids are gone to bed. I'm gonna listen to some funeral for a friend. There you go. There you go. That's cool. Yeah. So what what's been going on before we get into the meat and <sighs> the meat and two veg of the topic? How's things? Yeah. What? Is that that's a, probably not. Is that a wiener thing too? Uh, it does sound like a wiener thing. But it's not meant to. Be. <laughs> Uh, you can refer to the male area as meat and two veg, but it's also just a saying of like, you, a British meal is always meat and two veg. When you get into the thick of it, meat and two veg. You had to make it about a penis, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> we, okay, so some some news. We went to a, a local um, film festival the other day, and it's a 48-hour or a 72-hour film festival. So you have 72 hours to make the film, and they you know they give you a prompt, and they you have to have a certain line of dialogue and a certain prop to make sure that you didn't start this too early or whatever. And the winner of the visual effects... The visual effects were quite good in this film, but the entire film was about penises. Oh. Like uh, like Tom Cruise was like a Mission Impossible, but he was trying to get this thing that like hurt everybody's penis. <laughs> like this, this, this really, really weird, weird video. And our company was sponsoring the VFX like prize. And mm-hmm. we had to pick this film because it they were really good visual effects. But it's like, dude, really? That's what you used it on? <laughs> like that's what you did? Anyway, so yes, there's a lot of a lot of that, unfortunately, in the world. And <laughs> I mean, I'm intrigued now. I kind of want to watch this and see. <laughs> you, no one should watch it. No one should oh. watch that. I'm not gonna. <laughs> Did you see, mildly unrelated, but kind of topical, there was a uh, trailer came out for a film called called Bad CGI Gator. It's called Bad CGI Gator? (laughs) Yeah. And it's a horror film, well, like a spoof horror film. Let's go. And they've they've just literally got a you know a stock three D model of this gator, and they've made a film around it. And dude, just what went, a great idea! Yeah, they just fully went. It sucks. We know it sucks. We don't have the budget to make it better. Still so gonna we're going to make fun. it the whole point. Yeah, like this is what it is. Dude. And it, honestly, it looks great. <laughs> See, I'm going to watch that right after Slother House. You seen Slother House? <laughs> no. It's like a slasher film, well. but with slots. Oh yes, adding that to my list. Yeah, that's. Really Really something. Did you ever watch? Did you end up watching um, Cocaine Bear? No, I always fancied it though. It always looked quite amusing. It was fun and yeah. genuinely a bad movie. <laughs> but sometimes that's kind of what you want. You yeah. want a movie that's just exactly what it says it is. It's dumb, and you laugh and you and enjoy it with some friends. As long as, yeah. as long as that's what what it's for, you know. Yeah. Anyway, we should do a whole episode on our favorite movies. Absolutely, because that would not be at all related to Vinci Resolve, but it'd be super fun. We should totally do that. Let, let us we know, should. guys, if, if if that's what you want. People's Choice Awards here. Okay, something Thanks. big in my life that has gone on is I have a buddy who released something that I am very proud of called Magic Animate version 3. Yay, dear. And that, okay, I'm trying not to overhype this or just sound like a fanboy, okay? Here's my actual opinion, not adding anything to it, okay? This is the best plugin for DaVinci Resolve, period. 
the most useful Thank one. Thank you very much. For sure. Thanks, sir. Has to be. I mean, I'm very proud of it, but I'm obviously very biased because I made it. Yeah. Um, but thank you. I appreciate it. It's been really well received. People are enjoying it. People are downloading it. Lots and lots of downloads already. And loads of good feedback. And yeah. Yeah. It's nice. It's nice when someone likes the thing you did. Yeah. Feels good, you right? Like a, yeah. I did a thing and someone liked it. Yay. <laughs> Yay. That's so cool. Yeah, so if you guys have not checked out Magic Animate version 3, um, if you make any kind of video, uh, you can use it. It's very, very easy to use, and it will animate things that you normally probably wouldn't take the time to animate because it takes too long and it's too annoying. But this, you just put it on and click a button, and it animates in and animates out, and it does it in a really pleasing, amazing way. It's very flexible, very easy, runs fast. What do you want? Just get it. Yeah. And then once you've made a preset, you can save it. Dude. Save it directly back into your own effects library. So it's always there ready to go. Easy. And that was kind of the point. It was like, you don't need to make these every single time, mess around with keyframes, and then redo it every single time if you want to make it different length. You can do it all in one big go. Save yourself loads of time. Yep. So cool, man. There you go. So cool. Thank you very much. We'll pull a link. Can we put links on podcasts? We can in the video version. Yeah. Put a link, put a link in, the, in the show notes and stuff. On your podcast um, thingy of choice, whatever it's called. Sounds good to me. Well, let's get to it. We've 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 um, waffled about in uh, just as just as much as the, uh, the the audience can take. I'd say. Was that good? You didn't have a good British saying for that last bit, did you? Like, uh, waffled as much as waffled as much as the well, I don't know, what's a British word for people? <laughs> the blokes. <laughs> oh yeah, blokes. Waffled about as much as the blokes can take. Yeah, we should get on with it. Enough, we have. So let's talk about AI then. Okay. The AI-ness. What's your opinion? Let's start on the broadest possible question I could possibly ask. AI, do you like it? <laughs> is it pretty neat? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's um, such a loaded question. Yeah. Okay. My opinion on AI is that it is a very, very good tool and used well. I think there are some amazing, amazing things. I'm very excited for that. I think mm-hmm. within certain bounds, using AI is going to just revolutionize the world. Uh, I mean, yeah. it has to. It's going that way. Um, I think that anybody who's threatened by AI, uh, feeling like they're going to be out of a job, might be partially right. Mm-hmm. But also, dude, you are more than just what you work on. You are more than the things that you create. Like, So it's not going to replace you. Yeah. It might make the things that you do easier if you are willing to learn and um, actually uh, be open-minded to it. Yeah, you can understand why people are nervous about, you know, AI swooping in and taking jobs. And in certain areas, I think it's going to be more prevalent than others. But you're right. I don't think it's going to replace the the human element of things. And video editing, I think, is a really good example of it because you're never going to be able to replicate what a person can do. You're never going to be able to replicate someone's opinion and the way they cut things and the story they're trying to tell. Yeah. But if you can speed up part of that process using ai like i mean sorry darren but you know like some of the color grading or some of the mm-hmm. you know the bits like that where you can just go make this look like this and ai goes well, there you go and even if it's just a base something for you to start with and then the human element takes over and tweaks it you know it, it speeds up that process doesn't it it's like magic mask is a really good example within davinci resolve mm-hmm. you the human still needs to say i want this bit cut out because i'm doing some road scoping and some compositing or whatever and then that really boring arduous bit which we used to have to do yeah the machines do yeah they go well, there you go i'm so excited about that i mean the repetitive stuff the stuff that's maybe less creative dude mm-hmm. why not i automate that right yeah i mean i think that's so cool 
because you're still having the idea and you're still being the creative director. Yep. It's just you've got all these little computer minions that go and do the work. You can make that analogy with any kind of tool, right? It's like, oh, well, the printing press. It's like, well, then people that write things are going to be out of a job. It's like, no, they're not. This is just a different tool for a different kind of medium, you know, mm -hmm. and handwritten stuff, still a thing, you know, but it's different nowadays, right? And same thing with like, you know, a hand-painted surreal painting of a celebrity in a certain context, like that is going to have its place and it's going to look different than the way AI does it. That that type of painting that can be easily read produced by ai might not be as popular and you might need to learn to paint something else you know and that's that's okay mm -hmm. but yeah i don't know it's pretty it's weird a, to think about the future yeah it's a, it's a strange time to be in like i've had a lot of fun using midjourney mm -hmm. which is the you know the text to image thing and i've i've used it in my thumbnails for example mm -hmm. i've just been like i need a bit of a background i want it to be jazzy and blue and it just goes and does it the generative fill in photoshop is really good. It's just like cut this thing out and change it into a horse, and it does it. And they go, cool. Yeah. And I have a horse in my family photo, which for no reason whatsoever <laughs> needs more horses. That's everything needs more horses. <laughs> that's, the, that's the big thing. <laughs> yeah, that's man. what AI is all about. Yeah, I mean, how much of the stuff in Resolve do you use? Oh, you I, I use Magic on... Mask all the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I use um, Relight quite a bit. Um, yes, because you did the the day tonight, the really good day tonight tutorial. I remember that one. Yeah. Uh, so I use that, and then there's there's other AI stuff. I'm. Thinking... I use the auto subtitles for every video. Oh I've, yeah, I've subtitles started... and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. I used to just upload my videos to YouTube, and I'd let YouTube do the stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but Resolve is it's so quick to do it, and I found it to be more accurate. So I yep. will just generate them last thing i do generate the subtitles upload them to youtube and then they're good to go and generally speaking it understands me pretty well even with my accent although really annoyingly it always gets the word neural wrong so when i'm talking about the neural engine and being like these subtitles are really good they use the neural engine it always gets the word neural wrong well that's because you're saying it weird you know now i've said it like five times in a row i'm overthinking <laughs> how to say it <laughs> how do you say it neural 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 yeah like with a u Neural. <laughs> Neural. Neural's a weird <laughs> word. Road. <laughs> Neural. It's just my it was my English. Dude, thing, I don't you know. know. I don't know. I can't talk at all. Uh, that's that's the thing with being a tutorial person. It's it's frustrating how bad at talking I am sometimes. And yeah. but it's edited, and so most people don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's so when we have like my five minute fridays have taken me an hour and a half it's yeah. just me going hubba, hubba, <laughs> our poor poor editor spencer has to go through so much of me just trying trying to just get a point across yeah that sweet man <laughs> <laughs> poor man oh, just... and then we we both had the genius idea of neither of us can talk well let's start a podcast let's do a podcast <laughs> we put, we make podcasts good because we talk good so. yeah it, we should have called it the goodest podcast. The goodest podcast of Resolve ever. <laughs> fancy. Lol. Yeah. Fancy, fancy. So you have the uh, the AI subtitles. What other AI things? Uh, same as you. Magic Mask is my big one. 
Yeah. Um, very rarely use them for their actual purpose of color grading. I don't think anyone does. Everyone just goes, cut me out and put me somewhere because mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's more fun. And it's, it's actually more useful for compositing and all that sort of stuff, I think. And then, yeah, the auto subtitles. I don't really have a huge need, generally speaking, for the sky replacement or the depth maps or, the, you know, I, I like the transcripts. I like the idea of the transcript and cutting out the blank spaces is quite good. As, you know, you just dump everything in and you get rid of the blanks and then off you go. But even then, I don't find myself using it particularly often. But it's again, they're all, as you say, they're all nice things to have and they can just get you into a better position yeah. much quicker. What do you think is missing or what do you think would be next for Resolver? Or is there anything you'd like to see? You know, is there anything in particular that you'd like to say, AI, do this for me, please? I think um, being able to generate textures, generate backgrounds, that kind of thing uh, within Resolve would be amazing. I'm pretty sure like Premiere has something like that going on, right? They can generate something. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, think about how cool it would be like in the Fusion page to be like, you know, shift space, generate. And then it's like, what do you want to make? And then, you know, picture of a horse or whatever. Hit enter. And then it like <laughs> saves it in your cache directory or something or, or some media file. And then mm-hmm. there it is, <laughs> you know, and yeah. you have it on your system. Yeah, it makes a whole lot of sense, doesn't it? I, the, I really like the idea of some some of the stuff that Adobe are actually doing, and they have a bit of a step up in the direction they're going, I think. So they're doing things like fonts and effects with titles. You know, mm. you can type, make me a lava title, and it will go and generate one with all sorts of lava effects on it and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I don't think that's available yet, but they're, they're working on that sort of thing. The generative stuff, I think, is just so so interesting you know and, and especially like if they can figure out and i haven't looked at this for a while but i know it's kind of been a big thing of um you know copyright infringement and using copyrighted material for models and stuff and if they can figure that part out to where mm-hmm. everybody feels good about it <laughs> you know yeah. that would be just next level you know but it's i mean i do think this is where i'm going to get a lot of stick for this Uh-oh. so obviously adobe have a subscription model mm-hmm. the subscription model with ai makes a lot of sense sure. so some of the examples they've shown of like i'm cutting a video together because i'm talking about the local traffic system give me a load of stock footage yeah and they go and then cut it to the beat of this song and because it's all subscription the ai can do the work you're already paying for the stock footage and the music just dumps on the timeline to give you a rough place to start and then you go from there like that makes a whole lot of sense sure yeah that would be really great yeah like even if the first thing you do when you're creating your timeline you just give a description of what you're making and it goes oh this music might be helpful and this stock footage might be good and here's a few luts from our collection which maybe fit the tone of the thing you're gonna make yeah like that to me would be the real benefit of ai rather than you know making the thing it just gives you the stuff that you're likely going to need Mm -hmm. that's interesting to think about it just it's almost like it makes it not even a template but it gives you the assets you need you know yeah like a little video editing butler yeah pre-fills the the assets Mm -hmm. you know would be great is if like ai could go in and and we're almost there actually but like if it could go in and completely organize your footage sync all of the audio and do all of like the assistant editor stuff for you you know put it out in a timeline and then like highlight things that seem interesting Mm -hmm. like that could be really cool i know like gopro has something sort of like that where it will kind of cut 
things together yeah. that it thinks are interesting. It will literally give you the the entire hour recording, but also go, these are the key highlights, the things you might like. Yeah, that's pretty But then what wild. happens to all of, our, all of the assistant editors? That's always the to and the fro, isn't it? It's always the, that would be really cool. Poor Tony now doesn't have quite as much to do. But at the same time, like, I don't know. I, I might get some hate for this. If you have a skill that can be done just as well with AI, then I feel like you probably need to learn some more stuff. Like, or, or mm. you know, be... I mean, if, if it's literally can do it exactly how you can, then yeah. there needs to be something to differentiate yourself, right? Because, like, that's what AI does is based on what most things look like, right? What's common thing that people like? And if that's, like, your main skill is making things that look sort of like everybody else... Like, I understand that's kind of marketable, but at the same time, it's not like it's super unique. Yeah, I know what you're saying. You know? It's a it's a difficult place to be, isn't it? Because I think even the people that were doing everything this kind of the same, if you really looked at it, you could go, oh, no, they are different. I think you just need to, like you say, you need to dial up your own spiciness. Everyone adds their own bit of something, and yeah. it will just be a case of dialing that up. But it may just be the case that they go, okay, we don't need people doing that boring job anymore. Here's a more creative role yeah. for you to do. That's do, what I do would Do a more like interesting job, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's literally like, we are replacing that part of your job, but it's going to give you more time to do the more fun stuff yeah. i don't know if that will be i think that's maybe a bit of a an ideal world kind of thing yeah you know that's the way i'd like to see it and the thing that i've noticed too is there's a tendency with ai stuff to assume that it is magic and can do anything right mm -hmm. yes it can do lots of stuff but okay for instance like magic mask i'll post like a green screen tutorial and be like this is how you do green screen and like the top comment will be something like why do we do this when we can just use magic mask and it's like okay well first of all magic mask can't do it this well like it doesn't look good every time it, even if it could do it this well during this one thing it's not going to consistently be that well like it's not going to consistently look so good and so you're mm -hmm. going to have to know the essentials of it to kind of fix problems right that analogy magic mask is so much heavier mm -hmm. so like it's it's not doing a good of a job and it's using all of your resources it's heating your entire house because your pc is running at 400 because that's what it needs to do whereas the whole green screen is really simple yeah if it's green no it's not green yes <laughs> Yeah, like it's it's super simple. Exactly, and so yeah. I mean, there have been you know I I have like roto tutorials and and things like that. And when you do rotoscoping, guess what? Magic Mask works for a lot of stuff, but not everything. And so mm. guess what? You still have to rotoscope stuff, even though that tool's there. And I use Magic Mask on eighty percent of things now, but there's still twenty percent that would not work, would not look good if I didn't know how to actually do real rotoscoping. You know. So there's this like thought that if you have AI that you don't need the skills that AI is using. Mm. And that's not true. No. I mean, the, the perfect situation, and this is kind of a call out to Black Magic, give us the mask. That's the thing I want with magic masks. You know, you run a magic mask and then you can see all the points and all the mask and go, well, that bit's wrong. So I'll go and manually do that bit myself. I'll go and do the rotoscope and move the mask and do the, the stuff. Mm. My problem with magic masks at the moment is, as you're saying, 80% of the time, 90% of the time, it works really, really well. You don't have to do anything with it. But when it does go wrong, it's kind of a nightmare because you can't tweak it that tiny bit. Whereas the perfect half and half would be use magic mask but actually give us the stuff so then we can go and tweak it ourselves so you want like a tweakable polygon mask 
Yeah, literally, like, like you want to a mask and we that. can go, yeah. Yeah. So we can go to, like, frame 20 and go, well, it slips off there, so I'll just manually move it for those couple of frames. And then at that point, let's say the AI takes over and goes, oh, I see what I missed because you've just pointed it out on these three frames. I'll replicate that over the rest of the timeline. Yeah, that'd be cool. My guess is that it's thinking about that in a different way that isn't like a polygon mask. It's more of a oh, yeah. more of a key yeah. kind of thing, making a mat, which, you know, you can fix a mat with mat controls and stuff like that. But yeah, it's not as easy as just be like, oh yeah, I should just delete this keyframe. I'm sure it's doing more than the background, but that'd be the, the perfect that'd middle be, ground. That'd be great. Yeah. I, I yeah. think that's like the next iteration of something like Magic Mask is having that that tweakable polygon actual mask, mm. you know? Yeah. And and that's the sort of thing where AI will just do really well. It just speeds things up so much. Mm -hmm. I'd never mm -hmm. trust an AI to, to cut one of my videos, for example, because it's just it's not going to be any good, is it? I don't think. I, I hope. Don't know. You might be surprised. I mean, if it, if it figures out what, again, what people typically want it could be a i mean a really good starting point at least you know i mean i guess there are probably youtube channels which are 90 percent ai these days because i know people go and go into chat gpt and go write me a video script talking about the victorian age and then they go and just use one of the ai voice generators to do the voiceover and then just dump it on youtube and see what happens yeah so who knows where it's going to go i do think that's where it's going to be the best it's speeding up those slow processes not the generative ai you mm. know as i say i really like mid journey but i just use it because it's funny and you can generate really fun stuff yeah i actually i'll have to send you the photo or I'll, I'll put it on the video version of this podcast i put a picture of me and becky on it and i was like do us in a pixar style yeah and it did me looking like the guy from up with the big glasses and it turned becky into a slug just for <laughs> no reason whatsoever <laughs> oh wow that's really weird yeah i didn't ask for it and it, i sent it to bex and she was like why am i a slug i was like don't know no reason i mean <laughs> just there's slugs in slug. pixar right yeah i mean i don't know i, don't know. Yeah. I mean it was I found it hilarious. She was not so amused. <laughs> I bet. You can't imagine why. That's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> but there is uh, another service we'll talk about, which last week, I think it was, they came up with a new version, which is Runway. Okay. Runway is that generative AI, like the, the text to image, like Midjourney, but for videos. It is available for a free trial. Okay. So you can go and sign up and just try it if you want to. And yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's it's very clever. It's obviously moving forward. It's very janky at the moment. But you literally say, make me a video of a guy on a horse. And it will just go and thing, you know, do something. And it will give you, it comes out in like four second chunks. So it will give you like four seconds of some random video. Yeah, and it's, it's quite impressive, really. Okay. It's kind of scary. All right. Okay. I put so... in a... I'm I'm excited. I, w I would love to create one of these videos. It's interesting. I'm just checking it out right now. So you can start with text. Okay. You literally, you can, okay, hang on a minute. Give me, because I'm logged in. Give me a prompt. Where's my thing gone? Oh, wait, I think I think it'll go. Mine's working. Hit me. Okay. What would you like to see a video of? Um, I want to see a bear um, eating a kayak <laughs> on the moon. Oh, that's what I want. There we go. The the prompt totally ignored a few things. You're not on the moon. Awesome. And the bear is not eating a kayak. Okay. But he is in a kayak. That's definitely something we need. She'll send it directly to you. Yeah, it's not at all. Oh, it's freaky. Okay. Okay, yeah, so this is the bear. <laughs> like, yeah, it looks like one of those weird motion photos. Yeah, there's just a real unnaturalness to it. Oh, it's freaky. But, you know, he's paddling. He's out there. He's, he's doing his thing. He's he's trying his best. <laughs> <laughs> he handsome man. Yeah, yeah I, do. I, don't, I, I think that's a long way. So I think the conclusion, AI's got to be cool for some stuff. The video, the video generation, long way off. 
Yeah, probably so. What's interesting to me is the Adobe Firefly stuff. Um, yeah. The, the generative fill, that kind of thing. Because if you guys haven't seen it, I mean, there's this demo that they did of... Um, the man with the tie. Yeah, it's a guy with a tie. And they essentially just trace around his his chest that doesn't have a tie, type in tie and hit generate, and it makes a tie. And then it tracks it to the footage. And I mean, it would be really a lot of work to make that yourself. <laughs> You'd really struggle to make that look good with conventional tools yeah and that's just uh that's pretty crazy so i'm excited to see things like that where it's just like you know you can do just a little tweak and even if if you were going to do the entire video yeah it would be uncanny valley kind of really strange looking but if you're just tweaking a part of it or just adding a little bit that's like the spice that you honestly you still need some artistic thought to do Mm -hmm. you know how do you feel on the the ethical side of it so rather than just the the ethical side of People may lose jobs and that sort of thing. What about the ethical side of here's a video of a person in a situation and actually they weren't there or everything about that is a lie. And I guess we're kind of there already because you can do all that stuff with CGI. But I guess with this, it's kind of bringing it to the masses. It's anyone can open up DaVinci Resolve or Premiere Pro and go change the background and maybe look like I was on holiday when I was actually just sat in my house. Yeah. Kind of thing. Which yeah. I, guess, I guess you could do that anyway with green screens now. So I maybe imagine. there isn't anything. I don't know. What do you think? Okay, so my first thought is I wonder how much this kind of thing is going to have to be, you know, for something like, let's say, to be on the news or to be really considered in the future, it's going to have to have some kind of like digital signature or something on it uh, to where mm-hmm. everybody understands that like this, is, this has not been edited, you know, and maybe it's something with like, what is it? The Web 3.0 thing, the distributed computing you know what i'm talking about the um, yeah yeah yeah. vaguely like it basically everybody has a copy of the original video and so you know if you change it and i would imagine that it it's going to get to that point to where when you have something that's you know newsworthy or somebody thinks there might be some ai messing with it that in itself kind of prevents that you know there's kind of checks and balances there yeah i mean i'd assume as you know with looking at history it's going to take something to go a bit wrong before some Someone then puts something in place. Something's going to hit the news and everyone's going to panic and they go, ha ha, AI made this. And then people are going to go, we need to stop this from happening. Yeah. It's a uh, scary future. It is. I think there's a lot of really good things about AI and I'm I'm really excited for the creativity that's going to unlock, you know, and the annoying things it's going to automate, you know, I'm excited. Yeah. Is there anything you're using AI wise outside of video editing? I can finish on a a slightly off topic. So I use ChatGPT an awful lot. I'm, I'm a big fan of that actually. And I didn't think I would be. Chat GPT is pretty cool. What do you use it for? Generally just baseline stuff. You know, like uh, if I need a contract knocking up for something, I'll be like, generate this really quickly. Give me something to work off. Yeah. If I'm generating scripts, it's always, like we were saying earlier, actually, it's getting you started is why I really like it because I struggle to get projects started, for example. But then as soon as I get the ball rolling, it's much easier for me to just go, I'm in this now, mm-hmm. full steam ahead. And with Chat GPT, I can go, write me a script. I'm thinking of doing a script and this is what it's going to be about. And it will dump out a pretty horrible script for me which i would never read but i go cool i have something now and i find it much easier to just essentially rewrite it and make it into one of my own things but it just gives me that baseline gives me that starting point yeah so i use it for all sorts of stuff like that yeah that's i think a smart way to do it like it's gonna be a bit poop but it's enough to get me started getting rid of that blank page that starting point i think is so helpful for for creative stuff so that's that's great man i love that yeah it's much easier to edit something bad than just right from blank yeah, yeah. exactly that's, that's cool my takeaway yeah. so ai might, might be all right 
we'll see. Meh. We'll, yeah. we'll just see. Not very good at bears. Let's just end. <laughs> <laughs> the one takeaway from this episode, if, if you want to use AI for a bear on the moon, might not be able to do it. No. Time will tell. Time will tell. <laughs> we have such an informative podcast. Yes, we do. <laughs> hey, if you if you enjoyed this podcast, if you enjoyed this content, well, why don't you send Alex an email and, and let him know? Um, you Please can send do. me one too, but send I me just an send email. Alex at... one. <laughs> You know what? I'm going to make an alias. Send me an email, podcast at mralextech.com. Oh, dang. And it's happening. I shall make sure I make that email address before this goes live. You should absolutely do that. <laughs> and all feedback, all everything is most certainly welcome. Even if it sucks. No secret. We don't really know what we're doing. Yep, that's right. But hopefully this has been helpful and encouraging for you. And, you know, you person just sitting there in the comfort of your house, just listening on your phone as you do dishes or when you're out jogging, you know, driving mm -hmm. in your car. I see you, that person, that one person eating a cookie. <laughs> We know it's you. Yeah, and you should have sent us a bite. Oh, yeah. Next podcast, we're going to be talking about planning content, planning your content, whether it's a big project or whether it's YouTube videos and all that sort of fun stuff. So if you've got any questions around planning content for me and Casey, let us know. Put them in the comments. Put them in our YouTube channels. Email me at the podcast email address I'm just about to create. Definitely. And let us know your questions, your thoughts, and anything else. Podcast at MrAlexTech.com. That is the place to go. Send all of your, Boom. your questions there about planning content. We want to hear from you. That'd be mm -hmm. awesome. That's all you got to do. Now we're going to end the podcast. We love you. Bye. Bye.